Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Final Show Films. I'm Sen, your executive producer here, and I want to thank you all for tuning in. Particularly, uh, I want to thank all of our supporters on Patreon, uh, and uh, especially our $25 tier supporters on Patreon, uh, who are Jeffrey and Alexander, Samantha Bates, Catwater Flame, and L, without whom we wouldn't be able to do nearly as much of the things that we do now. So, uh, thank you all for your support, uh, and if you're watching live on Twitch, uh, please sit back, relax, and enjoy. Hi everyone, uh, we're coming to you on uh, YouTube and uh, podcast form this time because OBS is stupid. So, uh, or well, Twitch, or, or Jeremy, Twitch, Twitch or somebody. The internet. The, the internet stream, stream did not want to cooperate, so we're recording this instead. So, um, welcome everybody to Blood on the Bayou, the Vampire the Masquerade Chronicle we're playing on Final Show Films. My name is Julia I will be your storyteller this evening for the weird episode tonight. Um, we'll start our introductions today with Katie. Hi, I'm Katie. I play uh, Mercy Ransom, and I am a Toriador tour guide. And Jeremy? Hello, I'm Jeremy. I am playing Catriona, lawyer from Clan Giovanni. And Drevian? I am Drevian. I am playing Simon DeLuca, a Malkavian tailor. Shawnee. Hi, I'm Shawnee, and I'm playing. I almost said Valdeth for a second. Again. <laughs> and I'm playing Guaya Vincente, the uh, Asamite sorceress. And Austin. Hi, I'm Austin. I'm playing uh, Rahab, the Katif. Yeah, the Katif or Kaidif. Yeah, uh, who knows? Pronunciation varies. Excellent. Listen. <laughs> The, the I'm, sure, I'm sure you will pick the tomato of pronunciations. <laughs> the world of darkness <laughs> creators themselves have, have just sort of been like, eh. awesome. The Look. the the Kadif, I'm Kadif. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it could be worse. You could be playing a shamise or Tashimise or Zimisk or <laughs> alphabet. Uh, I'm just trying so, to figure out what, what language the word originates from. Octopodes. Sounds Slavic. But, uh, so, as always, Black Lives Matter, trans rights are human rights, eat the rich, fuck the Supreme Court. Um, go watch Rings of Power. Yes. So, in our most recent adventures of our coterie, and forgive me, I don't remember exactly everything that happened because I didn't get to listen to last week's episode. Um, our group learned that Jonathan Kellerman was at Elysium while discussing things with Simone and decided it best to approach and question him about his potential Sabbat involvement. Guire decided it best to take her leave and use this chance to head off the convoy, potentially carrying the final piece of Sybil's grand plan, and headed to meet up with Destiny at the Lake Pontchartrain Causeway. Simon started a small discussion with Kellerman and asked to be instructed in using the Madness Network, a theorized mental connection between all Malkavians. Simon suggested it best that they take their discussion elsewhere and settled on a local cemetery. 
quote, clan secrets. Yes. <laughs> Simon does not keep a secret. The rest of our coterie uh, headed straight there at the agreed-upon location and did their own hiding, um, hoping to spy on and confirm their suspicions. Rahab <laughs> was able to intercept Eliza, the child of uh, Jonathan, and took her away further into the cemetery and eventually outside of it. Uh, Rahab attempted to give her a bit more freedom than she's seen in a number of years, going so far as to allow Eliza the use of her cell phone. Simon got a small crash course on how the Madness Network operates, and Cat uh, proceeded to crash that party. Meanwhile, Guire headed to the northern part of the city and met up with Destiny, and she informed him of her current disguise as a turncoat for the Sabbat, and got an update on the situation. Uh, she learned that the final contingency plan appeared to be blowing up the causeway to prevent whatever the hell is coming into the city from making its mark. Simon and Kat learned from Kellerman that not only had he been funneling information to Sybil, but he knew that Elena had helped Sybil locate an, an item that is being brought in, simply known as the doorway. Um mentioning that it will lead to La Sombra, who, according to him, is in oblivion. Uh, the group allowed Kellerman the chance to turn himself in via phone call with Simone, which he willingly did. However, they thought it best to stake him to avoid any potential escape and took him to Elysium. Uh, so I feel like the, the staking was more just to expedite it. A little bit, yes. Six of one half dozen of the other. Yes. Um, we'll run a stake through this man's heart just for good measure. <laughs> some calls were made, um, some to some very high, high-powered people, um, and other members of the coterie were informed of goings-on. While Cat and Mercy drove to Elena's, Simon took Kellerman to Elysium after being dropped off. Uh, Guire geared up for a potential battle, and I believe it will get, begin the night with two individuals entering into the cemetery. Rahab and Eliza returning to find no one else. So the two of you walk into the cemetery, the quiet just sort of hanging in the air. Um, go ahead and give me a perception and alertness check, difficulty six. Cool. Um, I can certainly fail that roll. <laughs> I think that's Jeremy's line, but go ahead. <laughs> it could just as easily be mine. I forget, if you have no po points in a talent, do you take any penalties? Uh, talents, the ones on the left? Yeah. Uh, far left, you don't take any penalty. Cool. You just don't have anything to do it with. Oh, well, I got a success. One success. Um, it's easy enough. You smell blood. Um, 
getting closer to the area which you know the rest of your friends, I will say with quotation marks, uh, should be that the copper smell hits your nose like a brick and you see if she could get more pale she has but all of the blush of life that was on Eliza just sort of drains and she begins visibly shaking and and looking around Rahab is going to start shaking but from different motive. Okay. I'm going to uh, look at um, Anya. Eliza. Oh. Her, but she sent me her warm language Anya, right? Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yes. Thank you for reminding me. <laughs> um, Rahab will look at her, say... Give me one moment. I feel like my coterie may have uh, ditched me and caused further issues. She will will nod, but go over and just sort of squat down beside the mausoleum that they were in and just tap her fingers together back and forth up her hand and then down her hand, counting. I am going to make a phone call. Which of your lovely friends are you calling? (laughs) Oh, there's, um, hmm. Cat, I guess. So I guess we we transition scenes outside of a decently priced home in the more suburb area of New Orleans, uh, at which Cat and Mercy stand in front of an open door. A tall middle eastern man who's wearing currently wearing no shirt uh leaned against the door looking at the two of them and cat you go to say something and your phone begins to ring he would just sort of raise an eyebrow it probably gets about half ring out. I'm so sorry. It gets about half a ring out before the phone is is just powered off. Okay. Briefly powered off and then powered back on because if somebody if she if her, her body gets dragged somewhere, there needs to be something to track it. But <laughs> she doesn't have the patience for push push decline on the thing. No, the whole thing's turned off and then turned back on. Without even looking at it. So. Rahab, your call goes to voicemail. It gave me a good half a ring. Yep. Yep. So I know it's not his phone is off. And it didn't go unanswered. Yep. 
Gonna let the vo- gonna let the request voicemail finish. Gonna leave about five seconds of silence, and then click the phone. <laughs> I love the passive aggressive exchanges. It's fantastic. Yep. <laughs> Going to uh, walk over to Anya and. 47, 48, 49. Anya is her mortal name. And is what, okay, is it? Okay. That was what Rahab has chosen to call her. So 48, 49, 50. And she's just counting and tapping her fingers repeatedly. And when when you come to a full stop in front of her, she separates her hands and looks up at you. Well, I suppose we both know exactly what happened here, don't we? Or at least yes. enough. Your 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 coterie killed my sire. Which means I don't think we get to be friends. Well, um, in interesting news, my coterie has also ditched me and any attempt to communicate with me. So I think that we're both lost and without cause here right now. Which means that in the whole of this world, there's not a whole lot of vampires on my side or your side. So I think that all I can really do is tell you everything I know and hope that maybe the two of us can find some sanity in whatever madness is about to unleash here. I'm not going to make you do anything, but I do want you to know everything that could possibly be relevant. Okay, I'm listening. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Yep. Yes. I, I know teenagers like that. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Mm, the abandonment issues. I, I was a teenager like that at one point. Let's be perfectly honest. <laughs> so she looks at you. More than what Jonathan was willing to tell me? I don't know what Jonathan told you. And I don't know. I don't think that I would have been lied to about a variety of things. So I hope that what I know is the truth. But I suppose we should exchange what stories we've heard and go from there. Okay. All I know is that there is some major threat to the city of New Orleans. The Sabbat plan on unleashing a Methuselah? A 
primogen, I think. Some big monster in a coffin. They've got some envoy coming into the city tonight. And I can only assume an untold amount of violence is going to await where that is happening in order to try to stop the Sabbat from causing more violence. My coterie... wanted to talk to Jonathan because they were concerned that he had some Sabbat leanings. I should know better than to know than to imagine what they mean when they say talk, I will say, looking down at the blood on the ground. He's fine! <laughs> For now. They don't know that. I'm aware. <laughs> I come into a bloody pool on the ground. Oh, no. This is a totally rational reaction. You say he's fine. You left him with the Diablo. <laughs> okay. Fuck. Cat assumes Simon is smart enough not to eat somebody who is wanted for <laughs> questioning by the prince. Because that don't look good. No, I don't know what happened. I was he was on the way, and all of his blood fell into my mouth. <laughs> I couldn't let it go to waste. I mean, I... he was bleeding out. I could have just wasted. Come on, it was CPR. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, Eliza will just sort of take it all in. Jonathan told me that he was working with Sybil, a little girl who I didn't quite understand, but that's okay. And they were going to wake up her father with something the Giovanni Primogen in the city found. Other than that, I don't really know much. I suppose her father would be this thing, Methuselah. And the thing they found, I'm guessing, would be what is coming in tonight. Look, I don't know what side to take. I've always hoped that there were good guys and bad guys in this story, but the more I'm learning, the more I'm thinking, it's all bad guys all around. What I do know is there is going to be a lot of violence. Where Where is this going down, by the way? Uh, you, where you currently are? Mm-hmm. Um, you're in the same... No, no, no. no where, where is this whole interception of the truck going down oh tonight it's happening on the lake pontchartrain causeway all i know is that the lake pontchartrain causeway there is going to be a lot of violence and this violence is going to be mostly between two parties who hate each other 
But knowing the way that vampires work, there's going to be a lot of other people caught in it. And I may not care much for vampire politics, but there are a lot of innocent, there are a lot of women and children and people who need help. So, how would you like to help me protect the bystanders, those who don't want anything to do with this, and those who don't deserve anything of what's coming? How would we do that? <laughs> I was going to figure that out on the way there. But at the very least, we can get people away. We know a lot more than what's going about what's going on than they will. And I don't know, we care. And that's something. If I can save one life, if I can stop one innocent person from dying, then that should be enough for me. But somebody who knows something has to care. And what I keep being shown is that the rest of these people have given in so much to the idea that they are monsters, that they have forgotten that they were once human. And I refuse to do that. I think I like the way you think. I just wish I would have been allowed to see humans more over the past five years. I don't really have much of an opinion on whether they live or die, but you seem to be pretty stringent in your quest. So I'll humor you. And who knows, maybe I will develop compassion. So you said this is happening at the causeway? She yes. will dust herself off and stand up? Yes. It is. I don't have a lot, I don't have a fast transport, but I've got an electric scooter. Okay. I don't know how much we want to try to take the bus. <laughs> I'm not allowed to take the bus. Buses run at night in New Orleans. Um, especially the slight of thing. But I know that a lot of cabs won't pick up anybody after two a.m. How late? How oh. late is it currently right now? Uh, it's about ten o'clock. Oh, absolutely. Okay, yeah. Like, there is no... I, I. To be fair, I haven't been to New Orleans. But the, if, if the buses run up until, like, midnight in Portland, yeah. which is not a nighttime town... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You, you guys could probably get on a bus. Buses. If you were allowed to. We can do the scooter. That'll work. All right. Let's go. Okay. There's 
one other thing I should probably warn you about. Yes. Apparently, some of the things I do have interesting effects on vampires. So if you see me pull out a Bible, I recommend... I have no idea what effect it would have on you. But perhaps stay a little bit away. Noted. So you make your way towards your uh, scooter and head towards the causeway. At which point we will slide over the camera to back to Cat and Mercy. All right. And uh, yes, beep, (laughs) just slightly out of the pocket, beep, beep, put back in. Um, hold on just a second. I had have to get my notes document open. This is, by the way, the only game I have a notes document for. I should point that out. (laughs) It's so special. Um, Umar is a lot of people, yeah. Yes. I need to speak with my aunt. Speak for the moment. And you are... Catriona Giovanni. Ah, I see. I need to speak with her immediately. I will not accept in this particular moment with all due respect any sort of I am busy now is not a good time because literally the fate of this city and probably this region depends on it and she will know exactly what I'm talking about and you should tell her that I am not the only person within the family that knows this now he will it looks like he's translating in his head. And you will see him just sort of lean one arm over and press a button on the wall. <laughs> Elena, you have a very important guest. Come. Come in, please. Thank you. This is you Mercy. Umar Orovec. A pleasure to meet both of you. Yes. Um, though I wish it were under better circumstance. So do I. Uh, he invites you into a sitting room with a two different couches and two different armchairs, both opposite each other, with a small, uh, clearly unused coffee table with a. Um, immaculately dusted tea set on it. Um, The decor is both outdated and very modern um, in that sort of aesthetic that you can only really get in old, old cities. Is it a, 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 at least like, is it just like inside and like right into a room, or are we like going inside? A little, do I have a few sec, few like up to a minute to to have a brief conversation with Umar? Yeah, there's okay. enough time. 
Tell me, Mark, how how long have you been working with my aunt? Mm. El- Elena and I have been doing business for 50 years. Interesting. 60. Spent time, then you have probably spent some time in New York, I would assume. Ah, uh, yes. <clears throat> Yes, the big apple. You're up there in about 97 or so? I believe we were there through most of the 90s. Yes. All right. I'll leave it at that. Cat knows what she needs to know. Or thinks she does. Um, and yeah. Follow follow him where wherever he's uh, into the room. So, Katie, to catch you up real quick, you've been invited in and are being led to a small sitting room. Okay. And uh, he gestures at the seats. Uh, Elena will be with you in just a moment. Of course. Um, and he just sort of stands in the corner and waits. Cat and- does not take a seat. She will stand, but like not like a like getting ready or anything. But she's she's staying standing. She is not getting herself in a vulnerable position right now. Um, there is about five minutes of you just sort of sitting awkwardly, mm-hmm. or being in the room awkwardly with Umar. Right. And, uh, Elena comes in wearing a, um. What you could call a nightgown, uh, dark, dark red, just above ankle length satin nightgown. Uh, her hair is a mess, mm-hmm. but she is currently running her fingers through it. And Nipote, a pleasure. What did you do? I believe you will have to be more specific. What? Okay. Elena, I know we have our issues. This goes beyond that. I'm not here for that. What deal did you make with the Sabbat to get La Sombra out of the underworld? And what do they want and where can we get it to prevent this from happening? Both of you give me perception and empathy difficulty. We'll go with seven. Okay. <laughs> I'm too angry at the moment. Cat's a little too distracted. Okay, mercy. Um, she's definitely playing with the two of you. You get it immediately. Um, well, let's see here. Um, I was contacted by a little girl who wanted to meet her father. So I provided her with 
resources. Ice. Dare to speak up and say, because she a long string of exceptionally foul, probably not very progressive terms. Italian. In Italian, come out. Mercy, you were saying? I think we all know that it goes a little bit beyond a family reunion. Let's not play games, even though I know. Let me put cards on the table, you dumb bitch. I've already informed those above us in the family of this situation. I don't have a choice because you went so far across the line of what we do with the Camarilla and the Sabat. We need to stop this. Because that is your only chance of getting out of this alive. I did the thing that we're supposed to do. You did the dumb thing. And they also know that I came here. So should me and Mercy not leave... That won't look very good on you either. I see. You've crossed all your T's and dotted your I's. As many as I could in a short time. I'm sure you can figure out something if you think long enough, but we don't have that much time. Let me, let me go full cards on the table. We know the Sabbat are bringing something into the city. We assume it's the doorway. We don't know what the doorway is. But the current plan of the sheriff is to blow it up. That would not be a good idea. No, it wouldn't. (laughs) So I need to know what it is. How we can get our hands on it without... Doing whatever that's going to do. Now, the Camarilla does not know that you're involved in this. Only me, those above us in the family I've told, whoever they've told within the family, and my coterie. You're not completely without options here if you do this smart thing. And help us. You have me over a barrel. You have yourself over a barrel. I was just fortunate to come along with the implement of choice. She will sit down in one of the two armchairs. 
Cat will sit on the back of the other one. That's as far as she's willing to go right now. Okay. I do not feel like digging myself into a deeper hole. Good. But you must forgive me. There are some parts of my memory that are not the best. Oh, keep going. All right. The doorway is... Do either of you know the tales of La Sombra? Not well enough. Do you know the problem with their, their bloodline? The No shadow, yes. Most of them do not show up in mirrors either. Right. Correct. Because mirror, mirrors are gateways. Right. Right. Okay. The doorway is a ancient, ancient mirror found in people who are more progressive of our kindred will say uh, not to believe everything of the Nodest lore, but it's theorized it's to be from the first city. Okay. It is from the time of Cain. Yeah, I I I know that much. Enoch, all that part of it that is myth missed. stuff. Part of it is missing. And Sybil says she has part of it. It's going to take a lot to heal it. So if I had to venture a guess, that's what she's attempting to do. Now, she will pull out a brick cell phone Mm -hmm. and place it on the table. Mercy, you were going to say? I said, heal a mirror? Blood magic can do many things. So this mirror's already in pieces? My contacts tell me there's only one missing piece. And I think we know who has it. Do we? For sure? Like... For sure, no. They're trying to get their hands on it, so... Well, why else would they Where, be trying to get their hands on it if they didn't? Why have did they come piece? to? You, they came to you to to perform the ritual then, or because you know where the the piece is? They had me locate the mirror itself. Okay. It was not a cheap task. It was not an easy task either. It took me about three months of haggling and talking and. Languages that I didn't know and Umar assisted 
with some context, but eventually we procured it and uh, is sent its arrival for tonight. However, she will tap the the screen of the cell phone, the the tiny little screen of the brick. Well, that is the insurance policy. If you truly believe that the camera will back down from everything they want to do to me, speed dial one. Sorry, give me just one second. Mm -hmm. uh... boop, 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 boop. Oh, all right. Sorry, say that, say that one more time. Yes. If you truly believe that the Camarilla will forgive my transgressions to a point, I know everything is damaging. Right. Speed dial one. He'll pick up, pick up the phone and say, I can't say for sure. I have not done any negotiation with the prince on your behalf. But we have done this with some others, and it hasn't. This is your best chance. It helps that you have. A, it helps that you have a member in your coterie who is willing to talk to who is willing to talk to the prince like an equal. I will hit speed dial one. Okay. Our camera transitions. Choir. The wind has picked up. Mm -hmm. And the fresh <clears throat> smell of the lake and the exhaust in the air from the hundreds of cars on this causeway um, mix in a sort of almost intoxicating smell, at least to you. And you, as you make your way down this 28-mile stretch of road, you keep your eyes out for anything that might be out of the ordinary and go ahead and give me a perception and alertness check difficulty difficulty eight seven with my aspects mm -hmm. perception alertness diff seven it's okay. not a it's not a botch it's not a success so nothing has really stuck out to you. Um, but you have noticed, you have begun to start noticing U-Haul trucks. You have noticed one since you started walking and one, three of them, one convoy of them since you started walking. Uh, where are they just like in the middle of the traffic? I'm assuming it's, I'm assuming it's fairly heavy coming into yes. the city right now, so I'm assuming they're like deadlocked. Yeah. Can I see if the driver... It's it's nighttime right now. Can I see if the driver is particularly pale? Um, go ahead and give me another perception alertness difficulty. We'll go with nine this time because circumstances. Yeah. So eight for you. Two successes. Two successes. There we um, go. 
yeah, the one that's driving is currently very almost alabaster skin. Um, buzz cut with long bangs, dyed green, um, wearing a brown t-shirt and smoking. Uh, talking to another individual that you can't really make out in the the cab of the U-Haul. So, uh, as, as it's as it's gridlocked there, um, Guire will sort of like quickly, sort of step up to the door and just climb up to where she's sort of hanging on the side of it as she looks in. You're looking awful casual. If someone's about to get blown up. There, there's that instant reaction of a cigarette flicked and you hear the cocking of a gun as you feel metal pressed against the center of your forehead. Relax. You want to dial that back just a little bit, sweetie? See, I'm, I'm here to give you a warning. What's this uh, you say now about being blown up? Well, there's a, a there's a Camarilla checkpoint waiting for you at the end of the bridge, oh, fully son. armed and loaded. Mm, son of a bitch. All right. So uh, I guess my follow-up question there is how many guns we talking? Because I know how many we got. How many they got? What kind of count did I like? What did I honestly count of, of the of the of the Camarilla forces? There's about twenty. Uh, didn't get a good count because I had to sneak by. But if I was to guesstimate, maybe three dozen, four dozen. Interesting. Okay, so I think my follow up question here is, um. Back to that whole blow it up thing. Well, they know you're bringing something important and they don't want you to get through, so they're probably not going to stop at uh, bullets. Okay, all right. And uh, to backtrack even further, who the hell are you? Guaya Vincente. Right. They call me Dominic. They call me the devil of New Orleans. I see. So, I think my follow-up, after everything else. Um, follow-ups you got there, boy? Enough to get to the where I'm going, I suppose. Oh, why are you coming out of the woodwork to help? Call it a favor for Sybil. And his, the, the friendly demeanor just sort of drops. I see. And the gun, un, he undoes the gun. As she, as he realizes that she wasn't flinching the entire time, there was a bullet, there was, there was, a, there was a, a, a barrel to her forehead. <laughs> okay, all right. Um, well... I mean, I can make a phone call and I can get a, I can get everybody. Hmm. 
if you're planning to, if you're planning to move in, just have your guns ready and make sure the important one has all the guns. That I can do. He pulls up his cell phone, sends a quick text message. They should be here in probably, I would say, about an hour, depending on how long it takes this fucking traffic to move. It's a bot. Why are you worried about traffic? Appearances. Fair enough. Let's just say I've seen one too many football games to think that that really matters to you. Oh, you play. I've spectated. It's a little too obvious for my taste. Fair enough. Fair enough. I mean, not every day we can just uh, grab a mortal and throw him around. But if you want this to go down right, you're going to need enough concentration to not get brought down in a hail of gunfire. Very true, very true. So I alerted my boys, and uh, they should have all guns at the ready. But uh, they're probably about, oh, they're about 45 minutes out. At least from where we're at, I should say. That puts them ahead of schedule. That's nice. Reckon it's reckon it's my job to go back and go make sure they're also fully aware of what exactly they're walking into then. I mean, be my guest, but I know it's a it's a long way to walk. I don't exactly get tired. Touche. <sighs> Big one with all the guns. Hopefully they're smart enough to keep them ready, but not necessarily out in the open unless they're trying to get themselves shot by cops rather than vampires. You'll see him kind of think for a second and then send another <laughs> <laughs> Alright then, you, uh, you go warn them and I'll uh, keep not driving. Good luck. Sword of Cain falls where it pleases. May he walk with you. And when you take your leave and uh, begin your trek down the causeway. As she walks, just sort of quietly, not even looking at her phone, she texts uh, she texts Destiny. Um, that the the first truck is however long I estimate the however how long however long I estimate the traffic to be out, and the big one is about forty five minutes behind it. You will get back locked, loaded, and ready. Thumbs up emoji. <laughs> she keeps walking. Okay. All I can imagine, if it wasn't for that second text to the Sabat, you just get, like, another, like, farther down the causeway, you just see um, Coast Guard boats pulling up alongside the causeway with with lights and a helicopter comes over. Oh. So, as you make your way down the causeway, our camera shifts to a lone figure. Um, Kind of, 
carrying another individual over his shoulder, a stake firmly planted into the, I believe it was back of yes. uh, the corpse. The bodyguard who's out in front of Elysium sort of gives you a look. You, uh, what you got there? Uh, precaution. Okay, looks like a primogen, but all right. Uh, is that how we're saying that word now? No, primogen depends on how, um, how the prince feels afterwards. Oh, uh, let me escort you. Thank and you. He will walk you through Elysium, and there are definitely a number of people who are just sort of looking and, like, leaning over and whispering. Like... Because I assume Simon doesn't care about subtleties of this. <laughs> no. I was given a job, do job. So, so there's a paralyzed primogen being carried being carried on the back of uh, one of his one of his inferiors. Yep. You make your way back to the same office that you left not more than a maybe an hour and a half ago. And there's three knocks, pause, two knocks and then the door opens. How can Simon, please come in. <laughs> Certainly. <laughs> I have to ask, what is this? Obviously, it is Kellerman, but I feel like all of my accents are bleeding together tonight. Um, <clears throat> so I have to ask, what is what is this? Why? Apparently, Cat felt the need to completely immobilize him. Cat petrified him and then we staked him and brought him back here. That is one way to handle it, I suppose. He's fine. Great <laughs> He's, not dead. He's not dead, just mostly. Let's be honest. This is the least <laughs> bad thing that's going to happen to him because of what he did. <laughs> Fair. She instructs you to lay him on the table. He gets laid on the table. And uh, Simone takes her fingers and pries both eyes open. And then leans Would they have even been closed? Uh, they were partially. Okay. Um, From, you know, being knocked flat on the space. Yeah. No, he was... He had rigor mortis before that. He would have been completely froze up before he hit the ground. But uh, so she she gets about an inch from his face parallel. You fucked up, my friend. You fucked up. So let us let us do this, she says as she wrenches the stake out, and he. He goes to sit up and he takes the the body's automatic breath that happens and then she just does it again. 
<laughs> just right back in the same hole. And she does another another three times, just sort of giving him that hope that maybe this is the release. And that fourth time she leaves it in. Okay, that was needed. So, Jonathan, I apologize, but uh, unfortunately, your services are no longer required. It will be difficult to find a replacement for you in the coming nights, especially considering the camera inner circle will be coming. But, um, say la vie. I'm curious, what what are the requirements for a primogen? Somebody says your prime the person in charge says your primogen, whether that's the prince or the leader of the clan or Oh no, this is this is Simon directly asking oh. Simone. Uh it is a mixture of length of length of time in the city and then uh, a little bit of experience with your own age. Uh, generation is taken into account. Um, there are a lot of criteria that I attempt to use, but unfortunately, sometimes she would just sort of gesture to him. It is still difficult to weed out and the, the the degenerates is the word I believe. Yes, degenerates. That's a good word. It is. So she so, she turns to you and then just sort of leans on the stake. She she just sees Simon kind of like counting on his fingers slightly, and then like pointing at him for a moment at Kellerman for a moment and counting some more. There are a few Malkavian in the city that uh, could potentially sit in this seat. So I don't know. I will have to decide that in the coming nights. Fair enough. Another, just one more thing to care about, I suppose. Not like I do not have enough on my plate. So, what did you find out outside of him working with Sybil? Um, Simon just kind of gives an annotated version of the conversation. Then so he did much more damage than I thought. Interesting. Okay. She grabs the shoulders and just drags his head to where it's leaning slightly over the edge of the table. Okay. 
and so she grabs this bowl and pulls out a razor blade from her, like pulls out a straight razor from her pocket. And she places the bowl on the floor, leans his head back, and you hear bones crack from his neck. And she just very carefully cuts almost all the way around and lets just lets go of his head as it bleeds into that bowl. You will make a lovely piece of art. Too bad you were not beautiful in this this life. Do you have a subject matter in mind for it? Now Simon just watches the blood pour into the bowl. No. Do you have a suggestion? Well, if things go well, then maybe you can paint the defeat of the the Sabata in New Orleans. If this all goes well, then I will probably paint your coterie. For some reason, the five of you have been brought together, and while obviously you do not all get along or agree ideologically, somehow you have made things better and given me hope. And the moon will rise again on New Orleans. So you you sit and listen to the sound of Jonathan just sort of draining into this basin. And when the blood finally stops, she just walks over, places a hand on either side of his head, and you blink and she's holding his skull by his hair. It is what it is. I will have Gillian take care of that for me. So, um, where is the rest of your coterie? Where aren't we? <laughs> Wire, I believe, was heading to the causeway to assist destiny and play up the double agent thing. I think we left Rahab at the cemetery with um, Kellerman's um, child. 
child, yeah. And I believe Cat and Mercy went to speak with the Gio the older Giovanni. Elaine. Elena. Elena. That is probably not the best situation to be happening right now. At which point, Cat, Mercy, yep. you have hit one on that speed dial. Uh-huh. It rings three times, and you get, Elena, darling, didn't think I'd be hearing from you tonight. Did that sound familiar? <laughs> Is familiar like anyone to me? Not at all. Sounds like the voice you'd hear on a like a southern like car commercial. I am. Uh, what can I do you for, sweetie? God damn it! I am going to. In fact, she's sitting across the table from yeah, you. Yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think, yeah. I'm going to pull the phone away. I'm just going to put it to. Her ear and mouth. I would answer the man, sweetie. <laughs> she will. She will nod and give that patronizing <laughs> smile. <laughs> Sorry to make you have a conversation with yourself. It's okay. Not the first time it's happened in game. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> and not the last. Hello. It's a pleasure to speak with you again. Don't make me call you it. Oh, sweetie. You know you gotta say it. Sugar bear. It's just a slight head. There's a slight head tilt. Before she actually says it, says it, there is no laughter to Cat's credit. Mercy is just shaking and like has to like turn around for just a second <laughs> and then turns back around. It's her uh, reaction from Omar. No, Omar is straight faced. Ah. Uh. I needed to talk to you about tonight's delivery. Oh yeah, the uh, the, the mirror. Yeah, I, I got you. What do you, what do you need to know about that? Any? I mean, we're about an hour out of the city. Uh, nope, nope. Just look at the GPS thingy. Uh, it says about forty-five minutes. How? Uh, we're running a little bit ahead of schedule. That's that's gonna be all right with you, right? I pull it away, and I really quick uh, mute. Can, this is uh, this is Nolar phone. Can it be muted? Yes. Oh. Without being like full pull it on hold. Uh, yes. Okay, I'm going to mute it. Tell him that the Camarilla knows 
what route he's going to take. And I'm going to really quick put together as best as I can a route in my mind. Like, like put together a route that I'm going to know. Tell him to take this one. There's only one way into the city from the north, unfortunately, and it is the causeway. Yeah. Otherwise, you have to go to either side of Lake Pontchartrain. Perfect. One side of it, then. I'll do the right side. And then unmute. Um, yes, unfortunately, some of the higher-ups in the local organization are aware of what we're doing and what I have asked for you to bring into the city. So I was wondering if there's any way we could change course and take it to the western side of the city. There's a pause. You want me to completely change route? I don't know if any of these uh, Sabbath guys are really going to want to change how we're doing things. Um, I, I might be able to uh, get them to cooperate, but uh, they, they're still riding me hard with them U-Hauls. Please tell me that's like the minute that Guire is reaching the other the, the truck. <laughs> They are not going to cooperate with you, but they really want you to try. Um, how does double your usual... How does triple your usual salary sound? Well, it sounds like you got yourself a deal. Butter my ass and call me a biscuit. Let's do this. Uh, it's going to be a little hard. We're on the causeway, but I think we might be able to make it work. Uh, we're definitely breaking some traffic laws, but we can probably make it work. Uh, I'm, I'll do anything for, uh, I'll do anything for 300,000. Sure. Works for me. See you later, sugar bear. Click. I hang up. <laughs> Who the fuck is that? That would be Jack. <laughs> oh, do tell. Jack Tomlin is a man that I met a number of years ago, but around New York. He, uh, He's good for me. Um, monthly, I send him a small stipend of blood. He runs things for me. He's been doing it for about 40 years. This is a family now? Oh, no. No, not at all. Uh, it's fine. Based on everything, if this doesn't go absolutely perfectly, he'll just be one of about 20 million dead kind anyways it's fine 
I'm not, that's the least of my problems at the moment. All right. Mercy, I need you to contact. I don't know, somebody. Um, let them know where this truck's is is heading so they can intercept it. Yeah, uh I think that would be Guire. Probably. Guire and let's keep the prince in the know on this. All the transparency we can have is possible. We'll protect our asses when this all goes wrong. If if Simone is if Simone is involved and making the calls, it doesn't fall on us if it falls apart. Spoken like a true lawyer. I'll get right on it. Spoken like a true vampire, but yes. I mean, I'm not saying the two things are different. Oh, so you've heard that joke before? I've heard literally, I have been a vampire for 40 some years now. I have heard literally every joke there is about vampires. Oh, lawyers. sweetie. Lawyers. <laughs> oh, sweetie. <laughs> Get another 200 years, you'll hear even more. They're all, all right. variations of the same thing. Eh, okay, okay. Anyways. I'm going to make some phone calls. Thank you. I'm going to look back at Becklingo, hand her the phone. She will take the phone without making eye contact. We're going to leave now because we have a lot we need to do. In a very short amount of time. I will talk with Simone. I will talk with Simone and see what I can do for the family's sake. I think, I hope you understand this is far more magnanimous than you ever would have been in this situation if I was where you are. Seems the tables have turned. And I hope that your petty vendetta does not cost yet another kindred's existence in this family for no reason. I'm going to leave. And, and I look over at Umar. With all due respect to you, I'm sure you are simply doing your job. But if I ever see you again, I will recognize that you probably are the person who took my sire's life and left me for dead, and I will react accordingly. Give me perception empathy difficulty. I'm sure he doesn't remember a goddamn thing. Uh, difficulty what? Six. Okay. One. You see that 
just the smallest of smiles sort of okay, upturn one corner of his mouth. Catriona, I thought that name was... We're familiar. leaving now. Cat, what's the hold up? We're going, we're going, we're going. Mer- Mercy's like at the door, putting her coat on. Like, yep. motherfucker, let's go. <laughs> I would suggest, Elena, you start calling people within the family because I already have. I can't protect you from that. Uh, speaking of calling. Then yeah, we are fucking out of there. <laughs> speaking of calling. I'm gonna I'm gonna ring Guire first. Mm-hmm. Guire, your phone goes off. You are, where am I on the bridge at that point? <laughs> you are like ten miles up the up the causeway from. You can you can see Lake, and in the distance is New Orleans. Yeah, she's been applying celerity the entire time. Oh, I, I figured. Guire just gnomes up the causeway. So is she cl- is she close to the to the? Uh... Yeah, if the if the second if the second U-Haul is in sight, she won't answer. But if it is, then she'll pick up. Um, or sorry, sorry. If, if if it isn't, then she'll pick up. We uh, lost Austin. Oh shit, we did. did we? Oh, I was stuck let in. Go, yeah, let me go check on him. One second. Yes, please do. Uh... Bear with us while we uh check on one of our our coterie to see how they're do- doing if everything is it's like okay. i switched tabs look back over the camera and then there's just on an austin now he's trying to get back it crashed okay okay, okay. oh thank god i was worried it was uh something far better, worse better, yeah <laughs> as he, as he just said zoom crashed he did not crash okay fair enough uh so you are you currently cannot see, and you are moving quickly, but you cannot currently see the U-Haul. Yeah, okay. So yeah. She will continue moving and pick up the phone. Oh, so Mercy, you hear a bunch of wind. But Guire answers. The... Guire, darling, you must be on the causeway. Moving at a super, moving at a supernatural sprint as it as it happens. Good, good. So we just came from um, <clears throat> Elena's house, and um, we have we have some news on that um, on the big one, as it were. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Do tell. Uh, I'm on my way to it. Well, there's been a little bit of redirection. Fucking, that's just going to make my job harder. (laughs) Listen, it was a smart move without the knowledge of what happened. Mercy is just like shoving at Cat to like shut up. (laughs) Sorry, that was me. That was not Cat. Okay, Okay, that's Cat. Like, I like that thing you do to your sibling. Like, but but I can definitely see that happening. Like as you guys are getting into the car, just shut the fuck up. Yeah, not, not, not even getting in the car. It's like on the way to the car. Shut up! Or I'm going to leave you here. I'll get in the hearse and leave without you. <laughs> I don't think Cat would be very threatened. Um. So um. 
Turns out, uh, Elena, as we figured, is kind of the mastermind behind these U-Hauls, and we've rerouted the big one to go to the west of Lank Pacha Train, out of the way of the other convoys. Well, at the very least, that'll make disposing of it easier. I believe that was the idea behind it, yes. It's all right. I got a good old-fashioned Tremere trickery coming up. Is that so? As far as they'll be able to tell. <laughs> well, all right, then. We're headed out. I'm about to call uh, the prince and give her update. All right, well, when I return, it'll probably be with a mirror. Oh, one can only hope. Sorry, you didn't tell me that it was a mirror yet. With it, with whatever the doorway is. Oh, yeah, the doorway, it's a mirror. <laughs> Good to know. I'll keep my eye out for it. So, yeah, like, don't, don't blow shit up. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Talk at you. She'll hang up and keep sprinting. I feel like it'd be, it'd almost be kind of funnier to not take the entire mirror, just take another chunk of it off. Just like chip a piece of it off. So when the spot gets it, there's just another piece missing. (sighs) And then I call, I call Simone. And give her a slightly more, use a slightly more formal tone to talk to her than I did to Guire, because I've known Guire for a while. Um, And give her an update on what we learned from Elena and um, where the convoy is headed and what exactly the, um, the doorway is. She will advise you it best to head towards the causeway. Because if Guire is unsuccessful, it's all hands on deck. We will make our way towards the causeway then. Okay, so Rahab, you and Eliza slash Anya pull up to an area not too far away from the causeway. Uh, You are stopped by a um, petite woman who is in your stereotypical biker outfit. Um, She has long blonde hair that's pulled back into a ponytail. um, And the tips are dyed red. Business? Um, out of character, is this standard to try to travel over? Or is this like... Um, so where are we in relation to the causeway? We like, are in sight of it, or are we just you're, away? Yeah, you're literally a couple blocks away from, from it. Okay. And how much traffic is there on the causeway at this time of night? Exiting, not as much as entering, um, but there is still a lot at this point. 
And from what I've been told, the shipment should be on the causeway at this point. More than likely, yes. And if it's on the causeway, there's no other way off the causeway than these exits. Nope. Not unless you turn around. Awesome. So if something was to happen to the entrance to the causeway, mm -hmm. nobody else would be able to get on it. I mean, that's the reason. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, and by something happening to answer the causeway, I do not imply massive amounts of dynamite blowing up the middle of it. <laughs> no. Um, but yes. Uh, when you say stop me, like literally stepped out in front of my scooter or? Like literally she just almost appeared. And is in front of you. I'm going to look at her confusedly. I'm driving? Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I gathered that, hun. But, uh, and she will just sort of wave her hand in front of her face and point at you. I'm sorry, I'm not very aware. Is there something I should be understanding from this? Uh, I can tell what you are. Does she look like a vampire? Yep, sure, sure. Her skin is pale. Uh, it, it's at this point you notice the red eyes. Oh! And uh, I don't know if you're very aware of what's going on tonight, but uh, we're sort of cordoning off this area. Um, how does, can I see the causeway from here? Yeah, I mean it's 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 like a look past, and it's. I'm gonna kind of look. How many cars are on it? Uh, on it a lot. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna point. Not doing a very good job. I say pointing at the cars on the causeway. Listen here. Um, I don't control the kind, but I can control you. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I think I, that, that lack of awareness, am I missing something? I'm, I'm very confused. There's potential for a gunfight tonight, and we're trying to keep our side's casualties to a minimum. If you think there's going to be a gunfight, why aren't you trying to keep all the casualties to a minimum? Or better yet, avoid the gunfight to begin with? One would like to hope, but unfortunately, that's, that's not the way things go. Lesser of two evils. So why aren't you keeping the humans off the causeway? Because, quite frankly, we can spare a few. Listen, I'm just following orders from Destiny. Oh, you're one of his. Nod.
that explains a lot. I don't know whether to be relieved or offended, but I'll... Uh... I'm not sure which way I meant it either, to be honest. All right. Um, look back over at the causeway. Wouldn't it be as easy as causing a traffic accident? Nice big one right in front of the causeway. Keep everyone off of it. Maybe even stop whatever's going over from getting off the causeway at that entrance. I mean, you're not entirely wrong. Um, tell you what. Uh, how about you come with me? All right. So she will take you uh, up two blocks and into a side alley at which there is a decently sized um, but beat the beat to hell and back pickup truck. Um, so what you're saying is it, it, it looks much like destiny. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it who, which destiny is currently perched on the tailgate. <clears throat> How is Anya reacting to all of this? Um, Wide-eyed, but quiet. Rehab, I thought you would be with uh, the rest of your entourage. You know, so did I, but apparently things changed at the last moment without any form of communication of that. Uh, apparently touched a nerve. My apologies. Not a problem. Um, from what I understand, you're trying to keep vampires off the bridge. Makes enough sense. Not doing anything about the people? We're trying to disrupt things as little as possible until it becomes absolutely necessary. And what are the odds it doesn't become absolutely necessary? And to be honest. Ten to one. And is your target already on like on the the causeway? If timelines are to believe be believed, yes. And is there any way they're getting off that causeway if they hear that let's say there was a large traffic accident that's closed off the entrance of the causeway? I mean there's a way they could get off, but they're not getting in unless they circle around. So Hypothetically, if we were to make sure that this target was about halfway over the causeway and then, I don't know, ran a decently sized vehicle into another decently sized vehicle and flipped a couple things over so that no one could get on or off the causeway at that entrance, not only would we be protecting the lives of quite a few uh, mortals, but also be preventing the truck from slipping through on this side. You don't know, tell me you can't spare a couple cars. Oh, no, that, that's not what I was going to say. Unfortunately, uh, I do see my initial response as uh, reactionary and inflammatory. Uh, fuck. Uh, what 
Yes, I am aware that guns are not the best way to start a conversation. But, uh, maybe I was looking at this whole thing through a bad angle. I understand that there's going to be violence. I have come to peace with that. But there are two sides, and they have chosen this violence. I believe when you said that I was to join this group that you had in mind for me, that I was there to bring, as you said, some humanity. He, he will uh, look at the ground. So, perhaps, if you want me to bring my humanity over there, and you want this coterie you've put together to display some of that, you should... Uh, lead by example absolutely <clears throat> fine we'll try it your way but uh I'll tell you one thing if this doesn't work then we're gonna have to have another chat look if you, you agree to that side, and I'll agree to not ask what you're going to do to cause that van to not travel anymore. Deal. Works for me. Um, he pulls out a walkie-talkie. Clicks it. Sledge. Get Donnie, Ivan, and uh, take Brittany and Celine. Go break a few cars on the causeway. Um, don't try your best not to injure any humans, please. And uh, at post haste, you know, un unclick it. That means quickly. Thank you. Turn to Anya. All right, Anya. Um, have you ever had a crash course in first aid? No. Do do I do I have to see blood? I didn't think about that bit. I take a look at her. I know I don't know a lot about vampire society. Is there any sort of strange compulsion or issue that goes alongside blood with vampires? I mean, obviously there's the noms, but... I mean... Most vampires have it under control. It just depends on where your hunger level's at. Because if, you, if you're low on blood, humans look like a, a walking juice box. I look at her. Have you eaten recently? 
It's been two nights. Two nights. Are you hungry? Miss Julia checks the character's blood level. Yes. It's not a lot, but um, I mentioned earlier my character had been taking a cup of blood out every time she went out. I'll hand her a... Oh, what do you call those things? A thermos. A thermos, yeah. Hopefully kept, help you keep your hunger under control. She'll unscrew it, sniff, and just down the thing. And it's not glorified either. It is it is college frat boy chugging. There's, <laughs> there's blood going out the sides of her mouth and she hands you back the thermos and just wipes her face and flicks her wrist. Was Jonathan not letting you eat fully? Jonathan said that a restricted diet will teach me obedience. I recognize abuse when I hear it. (laughs) Unfortunately, Rahab is disgusted, but not surprised. That's a uh, that's a whole can of worms you can unpack later. Yeah. Remind me to see if I can make a trip to the hospital at some point. Okay. In the meantime, um, if you want to focus on helping people who appear to be injured but not debilitated. I can help those who are worse off. Destiny will just clear his throat. I'll look. I'll look at. He is holding out a handkerchief. Clean up. You're gonna... Yeah. (laughs) You got some... So she starts wiping her face down. Um, So people who appear injured or disabled. I don't know what's going to happen on that causeway, but I can only imagine that there is going to be panic and chaos. And there are going to be people who don't know where to go and who are lost. That might be a problem. Uh, I don't do well with loud noises. Uh, the other problem is that, unfortunately, uh, fear is delicious. Well, then. I look at Destiny. Is there a safe place around here? There's a church, a couple... Jesus Christ, what the fuck's Kellerman done to you? Um, uh, we're unpacking that. Yeah, um, fair. 
define. So just to clarify, then, this is not normal or acceptable behavior, even among monsters. Uh, offense taken, but no. <laughs> There's a. Uh, depends on what you want for safe. There's a couple. Uh, hell, there's a hotel up the up the a couple blocks that way. How far away is my house? Probably uh, a good bit. Where did you say your uh, place was? I think I was in the north west of the French Quarter. Oh yeah, you're you're a good like, 15, 20 minute drive from the quarter. Okay. Let's get you a room for a moment then, all right? Okay. Maybe how long do we have? I say looking at destiny. Everything goes according to plan, probably about 30 minutes. If you know traffic doesn't change pattern. Where's the nearest Walmart? That's a great question. Uh, there's the Lakeside Shopping Center and a Lowe's Home Improvement literally right down the road. There's also a Walgreens like around the corner. I'm trying to think of a place where I could very quickly run in and buy a communication device, like a phone, like a burner phone or something, so that I can keep in touch with her because I can, I'm not even going to bother to ask. I guarantee she was not given any access to those. No, no it, that was confirmed in the last. Uh, oh yeah, that's you, what. That's if you right. head, if you head down North Causeway until you hit Veterans Memorial, then just take a right. There's a Best Buy right, right under the overpass of the next highway. All right, let me get you something just in case, and then we'll set you up with a room. And uh, I want to make sure you're all right. Okay, are you okay with this? I say before I, I, I stop. Turn. Are you okay with this? Yes. I really should get back to Jonathan, though. I look at Destiny. I'm, I've been making assumptions. What are the chances of Jonathan being able to uh, be accessible tonight? And I will say it in a very specific looking at him as in you know you better know what you're supposed to say here. Uh, Jonathan's going to be indisposed tonight, unfortunately. I imagine. So, I'll take you to this. I'm going to stop by. Make sure you have a device that you can contact me if anything goes wrong. Get you a hotel room. If possible, I'll come back to you before the night ends. And you can either stay in the hotel room or come back to my place. It will be your choice. Is that okay? We will figure out tomorrow... When we get there, we're going to take things one step at a time. Notably, there's a Marriott literally right off the causeway. That's the hotel I was referring to. <laughs> uh, she will 
think for a moment and then nod. <clears throat> All right. And I do want to make sure that everything that happens, you have a chance to make a decision, okay? If you're ever uncomfortable, just let me know. Okay. All right. I'm going to take her to somewhere where I can get her a quick burner phone that's, you know, like the ones that have got a few minutes on them. Basic smartphone has Wi Fi capacity that can be used at a basic hotel. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be probably about, you're going to cut it close on getting back for time. Um, but yeah, that is a thing you can do. All right. With the uh, area. My my priorities at the moment are this girl needs so much help. <laughs> and I'm not gonna be help able to help anybody else with her around, I'm realizing. So yeah. So we're gonna do that. Okay. So is your intention to be back before um the ball drops, as it were? Or that's my goal. Okay. You so we're not dawdling. You will cut it close, but it is a thing you can do. Okay. In the meantime, Cat. Yep. You two are headed towards the causeway. Is there any conversation that is happening in the meantime? Any planning? I think, I mean, obviously, Mercy's driving. Yes. Um, what would, well, I guess we'll find out. Cat, um, as weird as it may be for creatures with no operating lungs... Once they get once they get in the car, once they're driving for about five minutes, um, she is going to reach inside her jacket and pull out a cigarette and light it carefully. Fire in face in front of the face is bad, but and roll the window down. She is a polite monster. Get you rolling the window down. I couldn't, uh, I couldn't begrudge you a cigarette. Thank you. Not after all that business. She's quiet for about half a, about a second. You know, it's funny. Hmm. There was a point about a lifetime ago, literally a lifetime ago, that she and I were about as close as you could possibly be. And I still don't think she realizes this. But if she somehow makes it through this, this is going to be the second time I've saved her on life.
You say she wouldn't remember the first time. Oh, no. I think she views it very, very differently than I do. I can understand that. Because she thought I was turning on her. Because she was a little too angry to see that she was yelling the wrong things at the wrong people. I don't know how you're... It's funny, as much as we've been around each other, I really don't know any of you guys. I guess it's only been a few days, but still. Well, I mean... I don't know. I know you don't remember a lot. What... Do you remember anything at all about your sire? Anything like that? You know, I was about to say, with all this uh, drama within Clan Giovanni, you know, sometimes it makes me glad I don't remember. Most people don't have it like I do. I mean, I'm not going to say that there isn't we are ambitious. We are ambitious, immortal necromancers who operate in certain areas of the world through a mortal crime front. Yeah. So, as you can imagine, there is room for upward. Upward mobility at the cost of others. Oh. But honestly, and I don't know how much my 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 clan would appreciate. We like we like giving off that impression. I know. But honestly, as a whole, I tend to think that we are much less fractious than your average plan. I cannot think of a situation where for example I wouldn't know who my sire is or I'm sure somebody has at some point but it's inconceivably inconceivable to me that a caitiff would be descended from a member of the clan or that we would have somebody who lives out in the woods far removed from the majority of us we're a very united lot sure we fight and we backstab and we, all that sort of thing But we're one clan among 13. And we choose to stay away from the politics as much as we can when it serves us. As much as anybody can these days. If we weren't united, we'd be dead. Well, in that way, you're very lucky. 
So my experience with Elena is unique, let's say. Anyway. Honestly. Everything. Everything I am. I've had. To make myself to be. I could be walking by places that I've been. A hundred times, and I have no idea if they hold any meaning. There could be people on the street that know more about me than I do. Do you have you tried to do anything about that? I mean, th- sorry, that sounds you're trying to problem solve. I get it. it I mean, I'm not, not trying to say you haven't done anything, I'm just. <laughs> Have you, because there are two possibilities here. Either your mind has blanked it out. Three, I suppose. Your mind has been blanked it out. You were unconscious for most of it. Four. Your mind has fractured a little bit. And you're suffering from... DID or something like that, or somebody made you forget. I, the other thing about it is, I mean, I could try to find out more about it, but honestly, I don't know who to trust. Fair point. Um, I uh, I haven't told anybody this, but I I I I I have dreams, small snippets of of visions. Do they feel like dreams or do they feel like memories? They're so real. They sound like mem. They feel like memories. I wish. I wish I knew, but I don't even like. I couldn't even go looking at the era in history that I think it is because I don't even know my own name. If we survive this, <clears throat> and I realize that's a big if, <laughs> but if we survive this. It sounds to me like one of two things, or one of, actually one of all of those things. Um, Regardless of which it is, and I understand trust because this would require a lot of trust. My clan has no small amount of experience with Dominate. That's a hell of a lot of trust right there. There it is. But Dominate can force you to remember things if you are, it couldn't, I'm not experienced enough in it. 
but I could potentially pull in Cullen some favors for you. And we could try to get through these blocks, whether they are, whether it is a block enforced by some other vampire or whether it's one that you put in yourself. If you want to, the offer's there. I'm not saying no. I'm saying I'd be open to it. I just, that's a... It's a lot, I'm aware. That's a, that's a whole paradigm shift right there. Absolutely. Even trust aside, that's opening up a lot. Look, odds are we're not, odds are we along with the entire southeastern, perhaps eastern United States are not going to live long enough for you to meet somebody who can do that anyways. So it's probably not an issue. But think about it. Don't have to deal with a paradigm shift if you're dead. Yep. Thank you, Simon. <laughs> <coughs> so where exactly are we going at this point? Because I'm I I'm I'm just headed towards the causeway. All right, we're meeting up. That can works stop for me. me if they want to. No, no, that's good. Let's look. If this thing does, if so, if somebody is dumb enough to blow this thing up, there should be at least one semi-talented necromancer there to see what we can do about this. <laughs> Ooh, look at all. You know, you know, cat. I think that's the most humble you've ever been. Oh, look, a body. You can pick up all the guns that one of the vampires. Oh, no. To be clear, I am a very talented necromancer. I'm just saying that we should have at least one semi-talented. And that's the cat that I know. Good. All right. And there's the walk back. Fantastic. Thanks for getting a little too too, too touchy-feely there. We no, needed no. Uh, we need to back up. That feels like a therapy session. My God, got <laughs> <laughs> real philosophical shit. You got her in a vulnerable moment. <laughs> All right, at so a cigarette and everything. I think my my question is: Do you guys continue in silence, or just devolve I... to idle chit chat, or? Probably silence from unless unless uh, mercies of the, probably silence at this point. Okay. Uh, yeah, I've got a lot to think. Mercy's got a lot to think about. Oh, just a lot. Um, you will arrive at the causeway. Um, a couple blocks away, I assume. Right. Yep. So we shift over to Simon. Back in Elysium with Simone, who is getting off the phone oh, shit. Oh, well. with Mercy. So it would appear that plans have changed a slight bit. Oh, really? They are attempting to reroute. The convoy that is bringing in the doorway. 
um, which I have been informed is a mirror. You are free to either stay at Elysium tonight or you can venture out to find your coterie, but uh, she just sort of put, she has a phone in one hand and head in the other and just <laughs> sort of puts his head onto his chest. You're you're free to go. All right. Before I go, my assistant did get those measurements and Well, yes, and I tipped him very well. Oh good. And then we had brought in some fabrics. Did you get a chance to look at those? Yes. Um the two that I really enjoy. Uh she will pick up a golden fabric um and a uh, deep, deep uh, navy blue. But, as I said in my requisition, I will not hamper artistic freedom. Certainly. I appreciate it. And uh, feel free to write out whatever number you want on that, that check. All right. Have a good evening, then. And you as well. If you see Guillaume on your way out, please advise him that I would like to speak with him. Certainly. We have uh, things to discuss. So, what's him? Dan Simon will take his leave of the office. Okay. Is Simon regrouping with his coterie? Is he staying at Elysium? Is he headed back to his... Simon uh, will, like, slowly walk through Elysium and doing such as, like, just puts on the group message. I'm still at Elysium. Is there anywhere else that I should be? So all of your phones go off. (laughs) Rahab, that includes yours as you're checking in on you. Glance down. Look at the message. Resist the urge to face palm. <laughs> Pick up. I'll put it on speaker since we had someone driving. Well, it was Car just a text. Of death. It was just a text. Oh, sorry. Simon's not one to initiate phone calls. Fair. I have noticed that. Simon will answer the phone, but will not call someone. Yep. Rahab will just quickly text response. Um, the causeway question mark? (laughs) It's at this point, three other people go, fuck Rahab. Uh, Wire's completely tuned out to that whole conversation. She's sprinting yep. after a truck. Yep, yep, yep. Sorry. What did the text say? <clears throat> I'm I'm still at Elysium. Is there somewhere better for me to be? Oh. Mm-hmm. 
And then Rahab's response huh. of yeah, Causeway. Uh, the Causeway. Shit going down at Causeway. Tell him to get to that. That's causeway. about the point that that literally Cat looks up and goes. Oh shit! We left Rahab at the cemetery. <laughs> that can't be good. Go back to it. <laughs> delete, 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 delete. Shit going down at Causeway. More people there would be good. Rahab, you need a ride? <laughs> send. A couple seconds later. Sorry, send. Simon <laughs> <laughs> just responds back. Quote, sorry, end quote, question mark. Ask her why she didn't call, Cat. <laughs> <laughs> I think she did. Cat? Um, okay, so here's the thing. Oh, that's never good. No, so here's the thing, though. We got to the door. The door opened. I was looking at the man who tried to kill me once. You know I was under a lot of stress in that moment, and my phone rang. I turned it off and turned it back on. Hey, that's fair. Why didn't she call anybody else? That's a good question. <laughs> Can you ask her that one, maybe? Well, no, let, let's, okay. <laughs> let's see what she says in response to, do you need a ride? How long does it take me to get um, Anya checked in and set up? Because, uh, I mean, assuming a minute. Pardon? Not very long. Um, okay. Just a couple minutes. They they have literally two rooms available, and that's it. So, like, the person at the, behind the desk tells you it's uh, it's impressive that we they still have rooms. So, yeah, uh, they make quick work of it because more people have started to enter the building. So they make quick work of getting you checked in. They, I assume you give fake names. Um, and it takes no time for you to get set up, get her to her room and left with the phone, the phone that you give her and her room key. Okay. I'll get her set up quickly. And then once I leave the room, I'll text back. Um, already here. Wait a few seconds. Matthew 18, 21 to 22. Okay, now she's just being a passive aggressive <laughs> bitch. <laughs> Simon's walking through Elysium and just on the phone just pulls up. Well, Matthew 18. Oh, okay. No, the cat's not even looking it up. Simon is. And I don't know it off the top of my head. It's been a while. Um, 
<laughs> Do you know that? Si- Simon, after reading it, responds back 76 more times to go then? Question mark. How many times should I forgive my brother who has sinned against me? Oh, <laughs> fuck you, Rehab. <laughs> 70 times 7. You know what? You know how many phone calls you could have made, Rahab? <laughs> if one person didn't pick up, I don't know. There's like I text back. I, I text back. Mercy says, and then I'm just doing what what she what she say. <laughs> oh, you mean you are just like boy, like putting it on a recording and then sending the recording? No, 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 no. She's Listen, mom said. Listen. <laughs> Mom Any good course. lawyer has spent a ridiculous amount of time transcribing things and got very quick at doing it <laughs> because they were an assistant at some point. Apparently, yeah. Um, so yeah, I just sent all that back. I, on the other hand, said, "No, I'm kidding." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got you got Rahab. Rahab's in a mood. You so, don't say. Look, I, I, I'll take that look. We can talk about it later. It was a bad. This is not my best moment. Not Rahab's either. <laughs> we will talk about it later. You're at the causeway. Simon, directly text Rahab and not the group chat. So they left you. So they left you over here too. How did you manage to get to the causeway? Who's this? Because I, I'm still. Because <laughs> I'm still at Elysium, <laughs> and they, you, um, it's usually Mercy driving. Freeloader. And the text back. I have a scooter. And then following that, I think the buses are still running though. You handy. I'm text. I'm directly texting Simon at this point. Yeah. Um, yeah. I do, and then I respond. Uber might be quicker and tastier. And then shortly after that, Lyft might actually get you here alive, though. <laughs> and then about 15 seconds later, wait too late for that. But still, Lyft is probably better. Simon's standing at like the front door of Elysium, seeing seeing if you could see. Um, Guyon and just reading this like ch- string of text and just kind of chuckles. Um, you did not see Guillaume in your walkthrough, but that could mean anything. He could have been at a ba- the back patio that you guys met him at last time. He could be, yeah, yeah. Like Simon's not going out of his way to look for him. Okay. I'd like to point out um, there were three of us in one location with Rahab. Three of us walked away and left Rahab there alone. (laughs) Simon's not concerned with who who left Rahab. It's how it's trying to find a way to the causeway. No, no, yeah. Look, Rahab has a bad habit of like targeting her aggression. And right now it's cat. 
That is absolutely fair. Simon steps out of Elysium. And on his phone, just like tries to find a bus that passes by here real quick. We'll say easy enough. And see how long it how long it'll take to get towards the causeway. And then we'll also and then check some like Uber and Lyft. Uh the bus is gonna be about a half hour. Uh Uber and Lyft is about a fifteen minute. Here, here, I'll be petty on on behalf of half of Austin. Uh, Uber's fifteen minutes. Lyft is fourteen minutes. <laughs> it's less that I may think specific against Uber, and more about the fact that their drivers repeatedly refuse to allow service dogs on their cars, despite the contracts they sign, and yeah. the number of lawsuits that <clears throat> visually impaired individuals have against them is ridiculous there are yeah no i yep <laughs> that's a thing so right, vampires that's... yeah <laughs> oh yes vampires are the monsters definitely not real people uh we were we were doing <laughs> simon will call a left okay yep easy enough you will, you will arrive all of you will coalesce at the causeway in one area or another, um, close enough to each other, about the time that it should be arriving in town. Okay. Roughly give five or ten minutes for traffic, um, which is when we go to Guire. Hmm. Who's been running at like five miles an hour for a little over an hour at this point? No, no, five, probably about ten. Double human, normal human speed. Yeah. Oh, her dexterity is uh, five, so she's actually faster than most humans. Yeah, there's a she's she's like beyond Olympic level runner speed. There's an equation to figure that out. I just don't have the mental fortitude to sit and do that. <laughs> um, uh, my run speed is 36 yards per three seconds. Jesus. <clears throat> is that with or without celerity? That's without celerity. <laughs> Sorry, that's with celerity adding one to my speed rather than letting me take an extra action. So one mile equals seventeen hundred and sixty yards. Divided by thirty-six. That's forty-eight divided by three. Every sixteen seconds I can run a mile. That's absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, I don't think about it. I wonder if it's faster for Simon to just run. Potentially, yeah. yeah. Simon has three dots of dexterity. So not that many. Wait. <clears throat> How many yards are you moving? Uh, 36 yards every three seconds. Okay. Yep. Vampires, yo. 
because a turn is a three second. A round is three seconds in in Roman mm-hmm. rules. Simon runs thirty yards in three seconds. That's that's a little ridiculous. Um, vampires. Vampire. <laughs> so yeah. at this point, you have. And you haven't been maxing yourself out the whole run. Um, But you definitely see a mess of traffic problems up ahead with a U-Haul. Yep, that's my target. Um, It is one of the semi-U-Hauls that has uh, attempted to U-turn and did it very badly. Uh, but has is beginning to course correct, as you can see. He's sort of back up ten feet, move ten feet, back up ten feet, move ten feet. Just just constantly wiggling, trying to get the truck straight. Well, also, not to mention, they would have had to have continued down the road for long enough to find a crossover. Yep. So Guire immediately just sort of dashes up to the driver's side climbs up like she did the last one. Y'all the first ones trying to turn around. Sitting in the passenger seat is a large Caucasian male. Shortcut brown hair that looks like it has been it's one of the worst comb over jobs you've ever seen. Um <clears throat> button up shirt tucked into jeans and a belt uh there's a trucker hat on the dash uh, dashboard look at my trucker hat well uh who can who can i ask is you you poor poor fucker name's guaya vincente devil in new orleans here on behalf of uh a little girlfriend. Oh, you're dating Elena too? <laughs> <laughs> That'll do the job, yeah. But you the ones carrying the big you the ones carrying the big shipment. Yeah, I got the uh I, I, I got the thing strapped down in the back of like 48 chains. It's, I mean it's how many guards on it? I, I got about 10 people in the back. Good, good, good. What can I do, uh, do for you exactly? What, you, what are you trying to do? There's a bunch of people behind me really pissed off that I am moving forward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm here to make sure that goes a little bit more smoothly. Uh, don't worry about traffic laws or noise. I'm going to give you some cover of silence, she says. Uh, <laughs> all, all, all right. Uh, exactly what you... You need it in the cab? No, 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 no. Uh, there's plenty. There's plenty of. There's plenty of space to grab on underneath the jack shaft. She says that she just disappears under the under the bed of the truck. Okay. <clears throat> and using, um, silence of death. Okay, that just takes a blood point to activate, right? Yep. And so she says. So she says, just floor it. Nobody. Anybody who sees it won't believe it. Nobody's gonna hear it. And she uses silence of death, and the 20 yards around her is completely dead silent. Okay, uh, there is a... 
<coughs> you could imagine the horrible noises that would come from the U-Haul had you uh, not cast Silence of Death. But uh, he definitely takes that curve a little too sharp and finally gets on the road and goes straight. And you feel the entire thing just sort of, you feel it shift gears as he just foot to the floor. And uh, he's not too uh, shy about pushing cars into other lanes either. Yep. So while she's while she's hanging out under the drive shaft, uh, Guire pulls one of her knives uh, and uh, recites because with her with her sorcerer version she can still speak, uh, even if no one can hear her, and recites Pierce steals Pierce steals skin. Okay, uh, which I need to make a roll for. Yes, you do. Spend a blood point. Blood sorcery. Why is it so weird? It's a willpower rolls to do thaumaturgy, yeah? Yes. It's a difficulty of the level of power you're using. Plus, like, two or three, I think. Yes. Thaumaturgy. There you are. Power level plus three. Okay, yeah. And I'm using Pierce Steel Skin, which is... Other Bloodlines, Awesomeite Sorcery. Stop being slow, PDF. Never. There we go. Pure steel skin is three, so diff six. Okay. Willpower. That was a diff seven, and I still got it. Okay. So what what exactly are you trying to do with this? She's waiting until it gets off the highway and starts to turn. Mm -hmm. And then she is going to use the knife to cut the fuel line so that it just starts dripping fuel everywhere. Okay. Um, and then she's going to stuff that bottle of vodka with a rag and light it and just and just stick it into the drive shaft and just light it. Okay, so is your intention to blow up the cab or the... The trailer. The trailer, Okay. Okay. Uh, hmm. Oh boy. And so specifically, she's timing this using celerity to make sure she gets the timing right. As she, as they're like passing over some of the woods, she lights that with enough of a fuse that she can climb up, grab whoever is in the cab as she drops silence of death and just shout, fucking Tremere, and yank him out of the cab before the thing goes up. Um, okay. I will need a dexterity and athletics from you to, um, to stick the landing. Um, 
I'll spend a willpower on this and pour a blood into my deck. I pour several blood into my dexterity, actually. This is going to be a difficulty eight. You're going at like 80 miles an hour down the highway. And... <laughs> Dexterity, athletics. Diff eight, I'm spending a willpower. Two successes. Successes. Uh, so you tuck and roll and land about four feet away from the rest of the tires. Um, as you see the the entire truck just sort of squeal off into the distance as you hear, what the fuck? And then an explosion just racks the area. And that is where we're going to end it for the night. Dare <laughs> I say go out with a bang? <laughs> yep. God damn it, Katie. <laughs> Ending the episode right. with a blaze of glory. <laughs> say goodnight, everybody. Good night. Bye. Good night. Good night.